Okay, ready? Three, two, one. Welcome to Roost on Record. Welcome back, Roost. Do you ever feel like you're just in this awkward stage of growing up where you're not too sure of what you want, what things you like doing, which people to hang around? Don't fret, because you're not alone. Today we'll be joined by some people who have been there, done that, and are still going through it. Yes, would you guys like to introduce yourselves? Hi, everyone. I'm Minnie. And I'm Imran, still going through it. It's hard to believe that there are people that don't have that stage. Ooh, and yeah. there probably are. Like, I can think of a couple of people that are just always, like, high spirits. Yeah, no, that's so true. Yeah. Imran, we wouldn't know your awkward stage because you came here so late. Well, yeah. I mean, at, at Boca, I was doing pretty well for myself. Not to brag, but... Yeah, we love confidence. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what it is. That's what it is. No, but when I did come to Aris, it was a bit awkward at the start. Uh, I didn't have, like, like everyone who transferred. Well, almost everyone. Um, I didn't have that many friends. Uh, I guess the first person I clicked with was Dylan. So that was cool. Um, it was at Swimming Carnival. And I don't know, we just clicked. And then he got me a cookie. And I felt really bad because <laughs> I, I don't like it when people buy things for me because I feel like I owe them things. But yeah, it did take a while, maybe like half a term until I settled in. Yeah, did you find it like intimidating coming to a new school? Uh, yeah, definitely. Especially with my sisters. They, they were older there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think the biggest thing for me was not being known as Aisha's brother or Anissa's brother or Jermaine's brother. So, yeah, I tried my best to get involved in, in, in like, amnesty and, and mm -hmm. making friends with anyone I could. So that helped me get past that quote-unquote awkward state. Yeah. What about you, Minnie? Like, because you transferred pretty, pretty late as well. Like, well, when I transferred, I transferred with three other NSGs. So I kind of had, like friends right but i guess i felt the need to like branch out so asked jeffrey lee if i could sit with his group because they seemed so nice oh their group was really welcoming and i'm very grateful for them and then i just like did a bunch of clubs to like fit in and i guess i kind of felt like i belonged like after a term maybe yeah no, can I, can I just say, I remember, I remember talking to you over Instagram, like year 10, what was that? I was like, you should come to Roos. Then you were like, no, I'm not good enough to go. <laughs> and then I found out you went to Roos. I was like, oh no, but I'm not going to fit in. I'm like, <laughs> no, I'm not exposing my awkward stage. Oh, well, I was, I wasn't planning on accepting the offer to transfer. <gasps> Why? <laughs> Because I was like, oh, maybe it's a bit too late. And everyone seems so, like, smart. Fair enough. But, like, were you guys more excited than intimidated or, like, equal levels? I guess I was more excited, I think. I mean, I did really enjoy my time at Boko. Um, like, I had really good friends, but I knew that this probably the best option for me in the long run. Mm. And, again, it was, it was, like, meeting new people, getting involved in new clubs, things like that. And um, my family knew the school. So it wasn't as difficult as I could imagine for other people. Like I do know a couple of transfers who didn't feel like they fit in for a long time, for like a few terms. And then finally they, they started, like they got into a group and then it got better. But yeah, I was lucky in that regard. Yeah, and I think some transfers also, you know how James Roos is like part of the selective system. 
and I think some people might have come from like a non-selective system so it was really cool like seeing how resilient they are in like being able to adapt and just like fit in. Minnie what about you? I was more intimidated because I spent like year seven and year 10 in NSG mm-hmm. and then when I asked my mom if I could apply for Bruce I was kind of doing it to see if I would get rejected for the third time or if they would let me in and I got like a letter that was like um do you want to come to James Roos and I was like oh I didn't really think I would get this letter so I don't know I think I accepted it after like staring at the ceiling for like two hours thinking about whether I should move or not so I was more intimidated than excited because I kept focusing on what I was losing Mm -hmm. but then you know, I started focusing on what I can gain. And I was like, more friends, you know, more opportunities. And so that was when I became excited. Oh, that's so inspirational. Hopefully someone like not from Roost listens to this and they're like, yeah, I'm going to try out. Yeah, yeah, try out and come with Roost. <laughs> more friends means more gifts on your birthday. It's it's an investment. True, true. But also Roost is a really good school, so... <laughs> Okay, okay. I have I have a question to kickstart. What's a period in your life, like it could be a day, a week, or a month, that you felt like you changed the most? I don't know. It's just, it's just like the transition from like year six, where it's like it's very relaxed. You didn't need to do anything, and then you come to Bruce, and it's still very relaxed in year seven, and no one really. I don't know. You like there's like 120 different people from OC. It's just it's very different. Okay, my experience was like quite different from yours because I came from North Rocks and so it was a class OC class of 30 people right and I think every one of us like got into James Roos luckily and I think most of us accepted the offer so then basically like the first day of year seven that means a quarter of the cohort were were people that I've already known for two years so then I think that was really nice that like I already had my own steady group of friends that I could always talk to. So that meant that I didn't actually make that much of an effort to make friends, which wasn't very good of me. But then like when the transfers came throughout the years, like that definitely like forced me to like step out of my comfort zone and like talk to people. And I think that was like really nice. That's like a really nice part of having transfers. So yeah, that's how I got to know you, Imran and Minnie. Yeah. I actually remember getting close to you because yeah. I, I did not talk to you at all. I'm going to be honest, I thought I was like intimidated by you. Oh. Um, not not like it's not your fault. It's just you seem popular and you're kind of tall as well. Oh, well, Imran, my back gosh. Then. Oh, God, kind of same. <laughs> yeah, it's right. See? Yeah, no, I followed Sandra on Instagram, right? And I was like, oh, she's like so cool. Like, she must be really popular. And I met her and she was like good at English, like like really good at English and I was like oh my gosh she's smart as well (laughs) man I'm blushing okay no literally but that's exactly how I felt about you two because Minnie you were like the talk of the grade because every time we get like a new influx of transfers we're always like who is she who is he and we're just so excited to like meet you guys but yeah Imran I was really excited I was really intimidated too you know I try to play it cool but yeah maybe that's why it took so long because <laughs> we were both intimidated by each other so we just didn't talk to each other but it worked out in the end we got like pretty close in year 10 cool because what was it i started sitting at your guys table yeah 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 because it was like in english 
usually the boys sat with the boys and the girls sat with the girls but then one day something happened with the tables and there was one less seat on the boys side and one less seat on the girls side and I came uh, one more seat on the girls side and then I came late so I had to sit at one of the tables and then <laughs> I mean, yeah those those were really they were really awkward I mean I guess it's different with different people whether they can talk to girls or for girls if they can talk to guys but it's something I feel like it's something everyone develops over time even if it it takes a while sometimes yeah <laughs> like mini because you know how you came from like a girls only school right and then you came to a college like did you find anything different I mean I forgot that like bathrooms were I was like because unless you just walk into any bathroom it's like the teacher's bathroom and I, I just like didn't pay attention to like which bathroom I was going to but now I have to because I might walk into the wrong bathroom that's a really small thing but no, that's so interesting because you don't think about that, right? Yeah, I'm sure it's like only you. me because like I'm sure no one else might like struggle with identifying the right bathroom. But you know the, the bathrooms next to the canteen? Mm. Oh, because they're right next to each other. Because they're just two doors, right? And there's like a bathroom in NSG that's like similar to that. Like there's two doors and there's bathrooms on either side. So I was like, oh, you know, I'll just go and I'll if a guy didn't walk out of the bathroom, I would have gone into the wrong bathroom. <laughs> so, close call. I mean, overall, I think everyone at Ruth is, like, really nice. Like, I remember first meeting Benson. No, Benson, Benson over text message, he has, like, a style that's, like, you already know this person really well because he, like, quadruple texts you. Hey, 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 hey. Oh, so true. You know? And it's, like, you know, yeah. there's like a connection, like the the vibe. Yeah. Yeah. You hear that, Benson? You you got vibes. Yeah, you got vibes. He does that. You do though. Yeah, that's so true. Do you know I saw Benson in Year Seven at Zone Athletics? Oh, <gasps> really? Wait, did you guys know each other? No, no. It was the only reason I remember him. Sorry, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw him under the bus here, Benson was because um, in discus, and um, he did a throw, but the guy was still collecting the discus from the previous throw, so he got disqualified. Oh my god. Do you I remember mean, that? Yeah. I... And it was so sad because, like, oh everyone knew that you would have gone to regionals and, like, definitely gone to regionals, oh, maybe even state. Oh. It, was, it must oh, have been Lisa, so sad. I, I have totally forgotten about it. Yeah. Because that was a good throw as well. Anyway, it's okay, because in the next year, I did fine. It's all good. Even, you've gone to regionals so many times. Same. Legend. I can relate this to the topic. Let's see. The, the awkward stage of discus throwing. Wait, I have a question for you guys. Were you ever shy? Or are you guys a shy person? I don't know. That's not an answer. Because <laughs> it's, it, it's, it's weird when it's like, you're like in roost. It's like your bubble, right? Mm-hmm. You know, you could do anything and honestly no one really cares. Well, I haven't really experienced any like other things other than like from my bubbles it's like really weird when i'm like in like a situation when there's like new people i don't know i don't know is that shy i think that sort of is as an example like if you're 
at a conference or something and you're there alone and you don't know anyone because you, you came like alone and then there are a bunch of people um your age if you're shy then you'll most likely just stick by yourself or maybe just find one person and then stick with them the whole day but if you're outgoing then you'll try and talk to people but it can be hard it's hard to do that when you don't know anyone yeah yeah definitely when you're like i don't know when you're like coming in it's sort of the same thing but then it like takes like three to four years and then everything's everything's cool and then hsc comes so there's like this one year of like zero social interaction um am i shy i think more than i used to be somehow really around this time last year like something happened and it, it changed me a lot and then i still I, I feel like i've been more reserved like around my friends obviously i'm fine i'm chill like i like i used to be but before then if i was in a public place and i didn't know anyone I probably would have tried to go up to someone and, and make friends. And right now, if I'm at a conference or something, I'll do that because I don't want to be alone the whole day. If I'm just somewhere for, for a little bit, then I'll just probably keep to myself. Just because, I don't know, if I, I don't want to bother anyone. I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing. I guess maybe I am in my awkward stage then. No, maybe it's like a part of growing up. What was the question? Was it, were you ever shy? Oh, yeah. No, because... The reason I asked is like all three of you guys obviously seem so outgoing and confident, right? But like, even if you're shy, you can seem outgoing because you're putting in the work to like making the conscious effort to like talk to people and improve yourself, right? But then you might still be shy inside. So no, it's like really cool to see like how you can, you know, push yourself to be a better version of yourself. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I think that's what it is then. I'm like, I haven't talked to people in so long because like not seeing people face to face but I think I was shy until like year nine or eight because no in like NSG right I was like really big on like volleyball that was like the first sport I was really really into and probably still is like like my favorite sport but I remember in like the end of at the end of year eight or midway through year eight everyone older than me in the club like quit yeah so I was the oldest person in the club and then um our supervising teacher was like hey um this is your responsibility now because it's a student-run club and you're the oldest one and I was like oh then on we only had like six people in our club and then I was like oh what do I do that's like one singular team with no substitutes and so I I kind of like forced myself to like be outgoing and talk to juniors to ask them to join the club. I think that's when I was like, oh, I kind of like talking to people. You love self-development. I don't know. I think I'm pretty shy as well because I remember from like kindergarten to year, year one, right? You know how in primary school you have show and tell? Oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so whenever I had to do show and tell, I would literally like start shaking. Like I was so nervous. And then when you get nervous, like you forget your words, right? So basically my teacher put me on the spot and it was my fifth birthday the day before, right? And then he was like, okay, tell the class what you did for your birthday. Anyways, I was just shaking. I was literally sweating, right? It was so scary for me. So then I didn't know what to say. So I just stood up there, was silent. And then he was like, okay, then tell, tell us what you ate. And I literally couldn't think. So I was like, nothing. And then after like everyone was done with their show and tell, he called me over and I got in trouble because he was like, why did you lie you got in trouble yeah he was like why did you lie lying is not a good thing yeah that was not a good experience i was just so shy i thought he was gonna be like are you okay is something wrong but yeah. no you got in trouble that's crazy oh my god kind of traumatizing <laughs> yeah. 
sometimes I still get like really nervous for like public speaking or just like whenever a teacher calls on you like do you guys still get that sometimes <laughs> if you haven't done the work even now like you know how you volunteered to like say something in class right even then I still get like super nervous like my heart is pounding but then still like I try to force myself to do it because one it's like nice for the teacher you know that you're contributing something and like second like it's good character development but like it's really interesting because someone can seem really outgoing but you don't know actually know like how they feel or how much effort they're putting in i get exactly what you mean like a lot of the time the teacher asks a question and no one responds and it's like it's a bit it's a bit sad there there's always this one person or a couple of people that put their hand up and eventually the teacher says no i don't want to hear from you anymore please can we get other oh, people yeah. <laughs> we know everyone well, most people know the answer. I don't know, maybe, maybe it's just the fear of getting it wrong, which makes sense. Like, I think everyone yeah. everyone has that fear. No, do, you, do you feel like stuff like this happened? Like, is because I'm thinking about, like, Sambo's traumatic <laughs> ending. <laughs> but do, do you think, like, it, like, you know, how you say, like, character development? Do you think it was, like, good that it happened? Oh, right. Okay, first, like, that teacher was really nice. I don't know, maybe it was just a misunderstanding. And then being in kindergarten, like, I wasn't very good at expressing myself or telling him that I just felt nervous but I think I don't know like how I actually overcame like my fear of like public speaking was that my mom actually sent me to the speech and drama like teacher so then in those classes it's like drama right like they give you a script and then you can like perform it and and yeah it was really nice yeah basically I had to like enunciate like more or something but it was like a really good experience just going to that teacher and then just like performing and overcoming my fear of public speaking yeah yeah I think character development is almost almost always positive but I think that sometimes people go through really really hard times and that like pushes them to become stronger or things like that and sometimes obviously it can go badly for them, like it can make them more shy or reserved or something. But usually it teaches them something. And even if the method is not always not always good in the long run, hopefully it benefits them. Mm. So wise. I like these types of deep conversations. Yeah, I me never too. Well when we're in year seven, we'll listen to like the seniors talk about stuff like this. Mm-hmm. Do you think you've grown since year seven? I've grown tall. Or have you? I've grown five <laughs> centimeters. Actually, oh. How much have I grown? I've grown like. Were you really tall in year 25 seven? Twenty-five centimeters. Twenty-five. I was like one fifty. I think I was like one fifty something in year seven. One fifty-two, and now I'm one seventy-five, one seventy-six. Oh, oh no! Oh my gosh! I was just pretty short in year seven. Not gonna lie. I mean, now I'm not that tall. I, I think I'm. I think I'm around average, maybe a bit taller. Yeah, it, it's weird. I, I thought you were like pretty tall and then when it comes to photo day when all the guys like my yeah exactly. and they're like hold on i don't know maybe it's just my posture or something yeah yeah what's the original question like grown have you grown and <laughs> <laughs> have you grown like personally since year seven i hope that wouldn't be very good if anyone wasn't you probably have probably i probably have like a more realistic view on life yeah how so benson I'm probably less willing to do things I know are probably going to screw up. Mm. So you're like maturing, right? Yeah. It's not always a good thing though, right? Well, 
it depends on how much you mature and how you mature. Like, I think mostly it's it's positive. Obviously, sometimes if you get rid of the fun aspect in you, then, then that's a bit sad. But you're fun, I think. <laughs> I think. <laughs> no, no, you are. But on, but on that growth, I think I, I grew eight centimeters. So, you know, that's pretty good. Okay, not bad. How tall are you now, Benson? Do you know? It's now like mid 170s. I haven't measured. Tortoise is like 173. I think we're about the same, yeah. I think you're a bit taller than me. Anyway, anyway, Minching. You know what's great about transferring? No one saw my awkward junior phases. Everyone just knows me as like from this year, and that's great. Oh, did you ever have braces? No, I, have, I haven't had braces. My dentist says I don't need braces. You're saving your parents like thousands of Yeah. Months. Did Sando, did you have braces? Oh, I had Invisalign. So it was like invisible. Yeah, you? Luckily, no one at risk saw my... Uh, yeah, I had braces in New Zealand. Really? Oh. Yeah, and <laughs> no one saw them. No one at risk saw them. I got them right before orientation day. So I met everyone and no one saw them. Wait, but honestly, braces aren't even that bad. Like, I honestly don't think it changes your appearance that much. Well... Um, there was this one trip that I went on. It was a religious trip. And at the start, I shaved off all my hair and I still had braces. And so, <laughs> so it looked it looked really interesting. Maybe I should have put a blue arrow down down the middle of my head. <laughs> have you guys watched uh, Avatar? I haven't. No? Oh, it's so good. I've been I've been watching it. I'm up to like I've almost finished the last season. I would recommend it. Wait, I just meant like the Avatar movie. Is there a big... No, you know what? The cartoon is, is good. It's like, it's really good. Did you guys like go through faces? Like emo face? What's like, I don't get faces. It's probably because I don't go through any. Unless I did and just... This is a constant. I mean, I had an emo phase in yet hate, which is... Really? <laughs> yeah. What about music phases? What was your music taste like in your emo phase like my chemical romance fallout oh. boys <laughs> panic at the disco you know i mean that that checks that checks are you like you know like the early 2000s like tumblr emo posts yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah that was that's like the goal for me yeah I... what about now what's your taste oh like k-pop <laughs> I like only listen to K-pop and C-pop, really. What about you guys? You know, funny story. Every time I hear like Dean Lewis or Ed Sheeran or someone with that, like, I think like Clinton Kane or something, someone with that really like... You know Clinton Kane? No, no, no. <laughs> I don't, right? But every time I hear those like people with really deep emotion, I think of you, Imran, right? Really? Yeah. Oh, why? <laughs> Because every time you sing, you sound like yeah. Like, obviously, you have, like, a really unique tone, right? But every time I hear them, I yeah. think of you. It's crazy. Yeah. In my talent show performance. Really? I thought I was so shaky. No, it was so good. Oh, well, thank you. Well, remember your first performance, you know? My first performance? Oh, yeah. What was it? Ghost of You? I remember you seen, like, A-Team and Multiculture Day or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember that. That was a good song to sing. But you know what's funny? I really like Clinton Kane. He's my favorite artist. <laughs> like, I, I I love him. He's not that famous, but I, I just really like his music and his energy because he he posts on Instagram a lot. He's like really he really interacts with his fans a lot. It's cool. Mm. But you said Citizen Kane at first. Citizen Kane. <laughs> From seven year seven to maybe year nine, 
I had a, a phase where the only people I listened to, or like the only type of music that I listened to, and it consisted of only these people was like Ed Sheeran, Shawn Mendes, James uh, Arthur. Shawn Mendes a lot, um, actually. Uh-huh. I added like all of his albums to my playlist. <laughs> And like Dean Lewis and, and people like them. Because yeah. I have a playlist with all my songs that I've ever had. And if you go all the way to the bottom, to like my earliest songs, the top first like 50 are all just those four artists. <laughs> um, but now I've now my music taste has changed a lot and it's very good because now people can look at my music without laughing. Wait, really? I think that things are really cool though. Well, I mean, they're, they're good, but I don't know. They're just very, very, very mainstream. Oh, it's like crazy how like this is our like last year like time goes by so quickly and you don't understand that when you're in year seven and you hear year 12 saying that you're like whatever but then now we're all in year 12 and we're like oh my goodness we're the oldest in the school now we're like the yeah the big boys and girls there's like one thing i missed from nsg it's like they had like a lot of senior privileges that you got in year 12 remember do you remember our captains in year seven yeah, I do. Is that... Winston and... Bayan? Because that was the year my brother graduated. Oh, actually? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, you have a sister as well, right? Yeah, she's old, though. <laughs> you guys have, all have older siblings. Minnie, are you only 12? No, I, I have a little brother. How old is he? He's in year A. Where, where does he go? <laughs> the Bruce. Oh, he, oh, oh, yeah, that's right. Oops. Yeah. There, you know, there are so many siblings of people in our grade. I met Dylan's brother, and then I didn't know he was Dylan's brother. And then I was like, wow, they they kind of look the same, and they have the same last name. This is occurring a lot with me. They're first with Imran, then with Dylan. That deductive reasoning is insane. Do we have any more awkward stage questions? Like Imran said, we're like the big girls and boys now, so like, what advice... What sisterly and brotherly advice would we have for those younger than us about like coming of age and like just like the awkward stage in general? You know, um, David's David, the other the other senior prefect, his last. You know how like they do like their last like words in their final fifth year, which we can't get our hands on because your channel is dead. But. Oh. <laughs> Okay, as long as you remember it, that's all that matters, right? What, what was he like? Oh, it was like, you like you go through bad things during life, and like you don't really realize it. And then when you look back later, you're like, oh yeah, that thing really changed me. Yeah. What was the question again? I just remember that was like sort of advice, like that. What was the advice that you would give? I don't know. Like year seven to nine was weird. Like nothing really important happens, but at the same time, everything important happens. So... You like you mature a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, it like feels really boring. Okay, shall I go now? Yeah. I guess one thing that I found was really important was taking your life step by step, like day by day. Don't if you look at something holistically and you think too much about the future, then it's inevitably gonna seem daunting. No matter how sure you are of yourself, it's always gonna be like, oh wow is that's that's a big goal and I don't know if I can do it but no matter how much you think about it when you're younger it's not going to change how well you do and how much effort you put into getting there so yeah have it in the back of your mind definitely but just take everything day by day because if you don't then you're never going to get anything done and you're just going to be anxious all the time so 
have such deep advice yeah i mean like i remember when i was in year seven and i was like stressed about assessments and stuff like seniors would always tell me oh you're only in year seven like it doesn't matter but like i just want to say it's okay if it matters to you like obviously don't be so stressed to the point where you like have a mental breakdown over like term tests <laughs> your year seven term tests but it's okay to be disappointed and just because you are a junior doesn't mean your problems are like any lesser than like senior problems that being said <laughs> please don't disrespect us i'm just kidding but um Oh, yeah, just like it's just important to know that you still have like a really long way to improve. Like I used to get straight B's in English <laughs> and in my junior years, and I'll just like have a heartbreak every time. No, I was like so close to getting like C's and D's in year seven, but it's fine. You still got a long way to go. And yeah, it's yeah, it's okay to think your problems are really big because they probably are to you. Yeah. That's my advice. <laughs> wow, that's really good advice. Really good advice. Yeah, my advice would just be to take care of yourself. I know that sounds really cliche, but please take care of your mental health because I think everything just catches up to you, right? Because I remember in year seven, literally in my head, year seven to year 10, I would be like, come first, come first, come first, get full marks, get full marks, right? And then I was like, oh, it works because I was like getting good scores, right? And then in year, oh, wait, we're in year 11 or like year 10 or year 11. I literally crashed so much and I was just super anxious all the time and worrying about the future, like what Imran said. So I'll just say definitely take steps to take care of your mental health. Like every day, go for a jog, talk to family, talk to friends, talk to your teachers too. And like, please seek help. And another thing is, it's inevitable in life to have like ups and downs and ups and downs like continuously, right? So I think the best thing to do is just like Imran said, just like stay in the moment, especially in those happy times, right? And it's like inevitable that like from a high point, you're probably going to reach a low point, right? But then at those low points, I think you'll definitely feel happy that in those high moments, you actually took everything in. And yeah, that's what keeps me going, just staying in the moment. I was such deep advice. well I think now everyone is just more focused on that like they have a goal um and the goal isn't just to come first obviously it it could be a goal but for example my goal is to try and um try and get top 25 in in all of my subjects um obviously for subjects that have a lot less people I'll try and come a lot higher but um I know like it's hard to say this, but I I know that it's really hard. It would be really hard for me to top maths, for example, or top top chem. Um, so I'm just focusing on myself, and I'm sure. Like, well, what are your thoughts on that? Like, do you think it's it's good to have a goal, set a goal, instead of just trying to go for the top every single time? I have strong opinions on this one. I think. I think it's Imran is right. Like it's important to have a goal that you're working towards. But like um in Bruce especially, I see a lot of people who are always focused on like the person at the top. And they're always like, oh, like one day I gotta compete with them, like I've got to beat them somehow. 
but like it's so important to just be focused on like improving yourself and seeing how far you've come you know because if I if you always compare yourself to other people you always like feel that gap and be demotivated but obviously if you like think back like who was I a term ago you know you've come so far just be proud of yourself and keep working towards your goal yeah I think it's important like I think it's important to have that change like that comfort mindset change into like the I just want to do well like guys like I just want to tell like year sevens to like like the whole high school right some people might be aiming to come first and that's great but if you're aiming to just survive year 12 or just survive the year that's also great as well like you're really strong and you're doing well for yourself that's so that's so cute oh my god that's so sweet <laughs> that's so wholesome but it's true right like everyone it is true it is true yeah. yeah yeah just put put yourself first it's not worth it trust me it's not worth it okay anything more sometimes i like wish i knew like you guys before year 11 like just like context <laughs> you know yeah. <laughs> yeah me too i want to shout out mr ng for always watching the whole podcast wait is he actually yeah it's like he's been with us since you're seven right? yeah he's gonna oh wait not me but like yeah he's gonna see you guys graduate as well that's like do you think he's gonna be sad I hope he'll, he, I think he'll be very sad. Like, I know for a fact that he's very close with, with all of the people in the grade. Yeah. And we will be sad as well that we have to leave yeah. him. No, but, like, he has seen, like, well, not mine, or kind of, but, like, how awkward stages. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, has he really been your year advisor since year seven? Mm-hmm. Miss Sammy. Oh, my oh God. God. You don't realize how much time they put aside our grade. Yeah. Mr. NG, Miss Sammy, if you're listening to this, we are very grateful love for you. you. We love you. I mean, they can't see us making hearts, but we would just like to say well, we, we are all making are. hearts at our camera. <laughs> oh, I, want, I just want to keep talking. You know what the juniors should cherish? Camp. Oh, oh yeah. Camp. Oh my god, I want to get back to camp so badly. Imran, that's the first time I met you. No, the first time I talked to you, remember? Yeah, 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 I remember. And you were standing with Olivia, and you were both so tall. And then Dylan went up and, like, had some conversation with you, and I was like, oh, my God, he's so brave. Oh, Dylan. Like, yeah, you can, like, talk to anyone. And then you switch yeah, I'm going social butterfly so that's it for this week thank you for listening we hope you all enjoyed um you can join us again anytime and that's it for us on roost on record